Yo, today's QOD is work at your chosen goal like a craftsman. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We've got Angela Duckworth on the show today. And today she's talking about perseverance and how perseverance is critical for developing your gifts. I'm always saying you have to develop your skills. You got to be willing to become excellent. And the people who are excellent are the ones who are working at it every single day. Finding people who work at their craft is it's rare. It's very hard to find. But how can you become that person? Because when you become that person and when you accept that little by little, a little becomes a lot, you can truly become great at whatever you want to become great at. Angela Duckworth coming right up. Now, what about perseverance? That's the kind of more obvious side of grit. It's what the word grit sounds like. Perseverance. John Wayne or if you're a little younger, the other True Grit movie that did not have John Wayne, but it was basically the same story, right? And I would say that it's not just a matter of willpower. The first thing that science can tell you about things like perseverance is that they're not these mysterious qualities of the will that some people have and some people don't. Perseverance, I think, comes in two forms in the people that I study lowercase p perseverance and uppercase p perseverance. I feel like I should stand over here for the people who probably haven't been able to see me behind the podium. I'm only 5'1". I apologize for my short stature. Um, so passion was over there and perseverance will be over here. Um, uh, so the, the lowercase perseverance, the lowercase p, the daily perseverance, which I find to be more remarkable than anything about gritty individuals, is really working at your chosen goal like a craftsman. The 19th century German philosopher Friedrich Nietzsche had a debate with his sometimes friend, sometimes enemy, Wagner, they were like frenemies, and they were debating genius. And Wagner said, you are a genius, Nietzsche. I read your work, and you have something special that nobody else has, and it was born in you. It was an innate talent. And Nietzsche said, speak not to me of inborn gifts. Speak not to me of the talents that are natural. I don't believe that they exist because the truly great ones in every domain approach their work like a craftsman and they work diligently at each of the many components of what they do. They sand and buff and polish each one so that the overall effect is dazzlingly spectacular. But they are, at the end of the day, workmen, craftsmen. 
And so this idea that to be persevering in the gritty sense is really to work on those weaknesses that you have, those small elements of what you do daily, consistently. That is the remarkable thing about gritty individuals. What does it actually look like? Take any Olympic athlete. You see them for 25 seconds, and then you don't see them again for four years. But what you really need to be admiring is they're waking up at 4.30 in the morning when it is completely dark out and put on their shorts or their bathing suit and walk to the gym or the pool and go through their exercises again, usually on their own because the coach is not necessarily there at 4.30 in the morning, over and over again, working specifically on tiny little aspects of their overall performance so that four years later, it might become a dazzling, spectacular hole. And after those 25 seconds, you might turn to the person next to you on the couch and you might say, wow, what a natural talent, what genius. And you should remember what Nietzsche said. Maybe it was all those hours of toil that are invisible to the rest of us. There is actually a science of skill development. And my colleague, Anders Ericsson, he's a psychologist at Florida State University. He spent his entire life studying Olympic athletes and world-class chess masters, prima ballerinas. And what he's discovered is that the, the method, the craft of becoming a genius is actually fairly straightforward. And I think each and every one of us can do some measure of it. What you do when you practice like an expert is you fractionate your overall job into tiny, tiny, tiny little parts. So you don't go to work and you say, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a better accountant today. No, no, you take some tiny aspect of your job, one thing that you could do a little better, and you intentionally work on it that day. This is the same with athletes. Katie Ledecky does not go to the pool and say, I am just going to swim faster. She works on micro aspects of her technique very intently, very thoughtfully. I like to call it sometimes problem-solving practice because there's a real intention. And Anders Ericsson will tell you that when you interrupt an expert in what they're doing and you say, what are you working on right now? They can tell you. Not like my kids who sometimes when they come home and they're doing homework and I say, so what are you doing right now? And they say, I'm doing page 32, the evens. And I say, yes, but surely Mr. Taranta had an intention. There's probably some specific aspect of your overall math skill that he's working on. What do you think that might be? And when they stare at me blankly and they say, uh, page 32, evens, they, I know they're not doing the kind of practice that real experts do. Recently, I've been talking a lot with Roberto Diaz. He's the president of Curtis, the music academy in Philadelphia that is roughly twice as competitive for entry as Juilliard. And when he practices with his young musicians, he always asks them to do the what and the why before they, as he puts it, open the case because he's a violist. So before you open your viola case, tell me the what and the why. The what is what you're going to practice. It's page 37 evens or whatever. I'm going to play the first four stanzas of this. But, but the why is the intention. 
And if you cannot tell Mr. Diaz what you are playing, but also why you are practicing that, what, what specific aspect of your overall performance are you really working on, then he will not practice with you. Because the what and the why of practice are prerequisite. You must be working with intention on some tiny aspect of your overall performance. Now, that's not enough. You have to pay attention. You have to focus. You have to for lack of a better word, try. So when my kids are texting and Snapchatting while they are doing their math homework, I know they are not practicing like an expert because experts do not do more than one thing when they are practicing. Interestingly, Anders finds that world-class experts often take a nap after their practice. It is often the case that they can't sustain more than one hour of intense physical or intellectual activity without taking a break. And for young children, I asked Anders to come over for dinner one day a few years ago, so my kids were a little younger, late elementary school, and I said, Anders, how much deliberate practice, which is the technical term, how much practice like an expert should these kids be doing? And he said, I don't know. How about um, five minutes? Could they do five minutes of really focused, goal-directed, problem-solving, intentional practice? It was not the answer that I expected. And when I took Lucy the younger of my daughters, to Curtis Music Academy for a one-on-one -on -one lesson with Roberto Diaz. And I asked him, Mr. Diaz, how much practice should Lucy be doing on viola? And he looked at her and he said, well, she seems very motivated. And I said, yeah, she's pretty motivated. She's my kid. He said, Lucy, could you do five minutes, maybe, maybe 10 minutes of real practice? And she nodded. That is the high quality kind of engagement that I'm talking about. Not mindless, more homework, more drills, silly things that occupy a kid's time that are not worthwhile, that are not goal-directed, that are not going to get them better at anything. Just high quality practice. So you have this intention, and now you're really focusing. You've turned your cell phone off. You've put it in a different room. You've decided that you are going to do that 10 minutes of focused practice. There's a third thing. You need feedback. If you don't get feedback on what you do, if you shoot baskets, but somebody doesn't let you see whether it went in or not, if you play music, but you put sound-canceling headphones on because, so you can't hear, then you don't get better. This, by the way, is why we don't get better singing in the shower, I think, because you can't really, it's just like amplifying. You can't really hear yourself, and so you can keep singing, but you're not going to be a better singer. Um, you need feedback. And here's the thing, and this is why it's so hard. If you've really chosen to do something that you can't yet do, and you're really trying. The thing is about that feedback is a lot of it's going to be negative feedback. It's going to be what you didn't quite get right. It's not praise. So that, I think, is something that kids need to learn, that if you want to get better at something, you're going to have to get feedback. And it's not going to be raucous applause all the time. It's going to be, wow, that topic sentence means nothing to me. Or what is the point of this paragraph? Because I, as a reader, can't find one. Or no, you actually got all seven of those problems wrong. Yeah, all seven of them. And that feedback should hopefully be immediate and informative. So for those of you with kids or grandkids, think to yourself, 
in the schoolwork that they do and in the activities that they do, how immediate and informative is the feedback that they get? Because if it's not immediate and it's not informative, then your kids are not practicing the way experts do. Finally, you have to reflect on the feedback and you have to have the courage to change something and do it all over again. That was Angela Duckworth. Her website is AngelaDuckworth.com. You can watch today's talk on the YouTube. It is called Angela Lee Duckworth Grit, the power of passion and determination. All right, my friend, please leave a rating and or review for the show. Also follow me on the Instagram at Sean Croxton, and I will see you tomorrow with Lisa Nichols. I'm out. Peace. Peace.